If you're waking up every 90 minutes at night or you wake up at the same time in the middle of the night every night, you definitely need to listen to this. First responders have kind of a screwed up sleep schedule and uh, a lot of times we complain about the same exact symptoms and same exact issues and ailments that are plaguing our poor sleep. Obviously when we're on shift, you know, we get woken up all times throughout the night. We have a hard time going back to sleep after and that carries over at home. And some of us are having um, a ton of problems trying to get back to sleep at home or just having these reoccurring issues and reoccurring bouts of uh, insomnia in the middle of the night. I wanted to talk about a couple of things. One. Waking up every 90 minutes is actually normal. Sometimes we don't even remember it, but you do wake up every 90 minutes every night. Um, this is because a REM cycle lasts between 60 and 110 minutes. The average is 90. So about every 90 minutes, a REM cycle ends, and it's normal for you to become more and more alert as the night progresses when each one of these REM cycles ends. Odds are your REM cycle will stop, you'll wake up, you might toss or turn one time, you fall right back asleep. That's completely normal. It's actually even normal to wake up, go to the bathroom, and come back to sleep. Um, even though you feel like you're interrupting your sleep, if you fall right back asleep very quickly after, it's not an issue. You know, 5 to 15 minutes is pretty average. But if you're having a, a hard time trying to fall back asleep, people that lay in bed for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or an hour, that's not normal. You should be able to fall back asleep without that period of restlessness. And that's because your body is still in that mode where it wants to go back to sleep. But feeling like we get a full eight hours of sleep is a uh, misunderstanding. That only happens before your teenage years. I'm sure everybody can recall nights where they have thought they've slept for eight hours or more. And that could be because they just didn't remember waking up each one of those times or that they were induced into sleep with something that would make you stay drowsy the next day and, and kind of inhibit your, your wakefulness in between those REM cycles. The most important thing is that you're aiming for that deep seven to nine hours of sleep and that you feel good the next day. Even waking up in between you know, those REM cycles isn't necessarily a problem. But I wanted to speak about my personal experience as a first responder, as a firefighter, as a paramedic, and echo a lot of what customers have told me. And that's when people wake up, they have a hard time falling back asleep for over an hour because of the fact that we have trained our bodies and our minds when we are awake in the middle of the night, it's go time. The tones went off, somebody's calling 911, you have a job to do, you know, bright light gets into your eyes. You do all of this stuff that basically makes your heart rate go up, your awareness go up, and those are counterintuitive to falling back asleep. So now we're in this constant state where if we wake up, wherever we are. Sometimes you're at home and you think you're at the firehouse. Sometimes you're at the firehouse you think you're at home when you're sleeping. When you wake up, you have this sense of trying to figure out where you are and then all of a sudden you're waking up and, and you're more alert than you probably should be than the average person would be. and makes it hard to fall back asleep. So there's where the problem is and I wanted to bring this up because one of the things that will help you fall back asleep faster if you're in bed and you wake up in the middle of the night and you need to go back to sleep faster is not to get frustrated at the situation and think to yourself this is abnormal and I'm hurting myself and you know my, I'm hurting my body I'm hurting my brain you know because I'm not sleeping well just know that that's a normal part of the sleep cycle that you should be waking up those times you know after your REM sleep and as long as you think that to yourself and like I'm just gonna lay here and I'll try to fall back asleep. If you can't fall back asleep after 15 minutes, you should be getting out of bed 
and going into another room and reading or listening to music or just sitting in the dark until you feel tired again. This is a psychological effect. It is a part of what's called sleep hygiene and every sleep expert agrees that you should not be laying in bed restless. Your bed needs to only be laid in for sleep and sex, that's it. So watching TV in bed is unhealthy, um, even technically reading in bed, you shouldn't be doing that. But that one is kind of catered to because people that read an actual book, not like a Kindle or on your phone, people that read a book by dim light next to their bed, when they start to feel sleepy, they close the bed and they or close the book and they fall right asleep. So that part, that 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 tactic is a little bit um, argued for and against. Regardless, the point is, if you're in bed and you can't sleep, you need to go into another room and try to read listen to soft music or just sit there in the dark until you start to feel tired and then go back to sleep in your own bed. Doing this repeatedly will help set the cadence and the habit that your bed is only to be used for sleep. So if you're in bed, you should be tired. Don't lay there restless because your bed becomes, psychologically and mentally, your bed becomes a place of restlessness. Sounds kind of odd, but this is well uh, documented and agreed upon. It's been studied and researched for a long time and it works. So my advice is always listen to the experts. Where's the published medical science behind this stuff? And to me, that one is is uh, is clear. Just the same as waking up every 90 minutes is actually normal. And most of the time you won't remember it. So where does CBD come into play? Well, CBD is supposed to increase REM sleep. The mechanism of action isn't that well understood just yet. What we do know, and I'm quoting who I always love to quote is Dr. Matt Walker, who's a sleep expert and wrote the book, Why We Sleep. He has the Matt Walker podcast, which you should listen to. It's awesome. One of the things that he says about CBD is that it is thermoregulatory. It does help lower your body temperature, which is critical for sleep. And it turns off a part of your brain that creates anxiety and fear and stress. It helps quiet that down. So once you take it, it could help relieve some of that nighttime thought-provoking anxiety, help you you know, decrease your, your uh, body temperature and allow you to sleep into a deeper REM sleep. So with those things and the fact that you could be knowing that waking up every 90 minutes is actually normal hopefully your sleep can regulate a little bit better and that you can um, take that into consideration if you want to take something to change your sleep uh, one thing that he's not too crazy about and that a lot of sleep experts aren't that crazy about is melatonin over over a long period of time most people will not get a benefit from melatonin first responders may because um, we could be screwing up our natural or what's called endogenous, our endogenous melatonin levels by constantly exposing ourselves to bright light at night. The theory is there, bright light suppresses melatonin. So if you are waking up in the middle of the night and going on a call, looking at your computer screen, seeing the bright lights um, in the bay and in the truck and other people's homes, you could naturally be suppressing melatonin over a long period of time, you may be deficient in it. So for us, it could be beneficial to take melatonin, but you need to take the proper dosages and you need to make sure that you are not taking it long term for those reasons. So the effects of CBD and the study on CBD is much more safe. Um, it does not have any side effects that we know of and it's safe in very high doses. So taking it and increasing your dose is completely safe to do. So for sleep issues, it is well regarded as a good thing to try in most medical circles and even sleep experts like Dr. Matt Walker says there is a, uh, a significant potential for increasing the amount of REM sleep that you're getting by taking them. But that does not negate all the other good stuff you're supposed to do to promote good sleep. You should still stop 
screen time an hour before bed. You should limit caffeine six to eight hours before bed. You should stop alcohol six to eight hours before bed. You should keep the home cool. You should have a comfortable pillow, comfortable blanket. All that not, you know, common sense, naturally occurring stuff should be the priority. But CBD is a benefit for people who do all that stuff and still have external factors that screw up your sleep, like first responders. We don't know what we're going to um, have to do when we go on shift. And at night, we have to wake up. It's part of the job. That's what we're doing. That's part of our sacrifice. So natural sleep remedies like keeping your home cool and good sleep hygiene are one thing and cbd is in that category i feel i hope you got something out of this if you found it interesting or know somebody that would get something out of it please share it with them we're trying to get the word out that rescue one cbd is safe for the job and that firefighters can use this without failing a drug test so like and subscribe on our youtube and our podcast and follow us on instagram for more of this stuff we're always putting out good info and we try to show all the science behind it so if you have any questions, please reach out. You can email us support at rescue one, the number one, cbd.com. You can also uh, message us on Instagram. We're really responsive to both of those things. So uh, take care of each other and be safe out there.